0: Welcome to WTBU News Today, I'm Griffin Buck. Boston has been fairly warm lately. This morning started off a bit foggy, that's for Thursday morning, but warmed up to a high of 84 degrees by 6 p.m. Yulala Kajioka joins us now with a campus news update.
1: President Brown sent out a letter Wednesday informing students that Boston University's mascot Red's name may be changed due to the name's association with a racist fictional character. The character, Rhett Butler, is from the nineteen thirty six novel and nineteen thirty nine film, Gone with the Wind, and Brown wrote that he is quote, "associated with the Confederacy, slavery, and sexual assault." End quote. Brown wrote that the novel and film's quote, "offensive depiction of the American Civil War and slavery" end quote, is not something the University wants to be associated with. Brown is working to put together a committee to decide whether the mascot's name should be changed and what the new name might be. Though some students agree that this was a good decision, others argue that this isn't what the university should be focusing on now. On the BU Reddit page, some students commented that BU could be addressing issues that they saw as more important, such as faculty and student diversity. In Honolulu, Hawaii, I'm Mulala Kajioka from WTBU News.
0: Thanks, you, Lala. Melissa Ellen is here now with Boston's decision to remove its Lincoln statue.
2: A statue in Boston Square Park of a slave kneeling before Abraham Lincoln will now be removed. The statue held its place for 141 years, but the Boston Art Commission unanimously voted that it should no longer stand. The statue is titled the Emancipation Group. It was gifted to the city in 1879 by politician and circus showman, Moses Kimball. The statue depicts Archer Alexander, a black Union army aide, crouched before former President Abraham Lincoln, whose left hand rests on the Emancipation Proclamation and whose right hand hovers above Alexander's head. A plaque on the statue is inscribed, quote, A race set free and the country at peace, Lincoln rests for his labors, end quote. This statue is a replica of one that currently stands in D.C. The Boston Art Commission is set to decide July 14th when the statue will be removed and if any other statues in Boston should come down. The decision was made after numerous people expressed outrage at the statue's presence. In Boston, Massachusetts, I'm Melissa Ellen for WTBU
0: News. Thanks, Melissa. We now head over to Hannah Yoshinaga for a national news update.
3: The Department of Homeland Security announced Wednesday that it is creating a task force to protect statues from being taken down as part of anti-racism protests. While statues honoring figures with racist or discriminatory pasts continue to be removed across the country, the Protecting American Communities Task Force will act in accordance with President Trump's wishes to keep those monuments standing. In addition to tweeting about his opposition to the removal of statues, Trump signed an executive order last Friday that requires DHS personnel to defend federal monuments. The DHS will work with the Department of Justice and the Department of the Interior to coordinate the effort. An immigration and customs enforcement official also stated that ICE was prepared to assist the task force if necessary. Anyone caught destroying a monument can be imprisoned for up to 10 years, and Trump's executive order instructs the Department of Justice to prioritize the persecution of those individuals. From Orange County, California, I'm Hannah Yoshinaga for WTVU News.
0: Thanks, Hannah. We're joined now by Taylor Coaster with an elections news update.
4: Dominican Republic general elections to vote for president, vice president, 32 senators, and 190 deputies will take place simultaneously and directly for the first time in Dominican history. Postponed from the original date of May 17th due to COVID-19 precautions, the elections are scheduled for Sunday, July 5th. In the case of none of the six presidential candidates receiving at least 50% of the vote, there will be runoff elections held July 26th to ensure a new president before the current presidential term ends August 16th. The country will be the first in the Caribbean to hold elections since the beginning of the coronavirus outbreak. The elections are able to be held as the country enters Phase 4 of the de-escalation process today, July 1st, reopening hotels, airports, gyms, restaurants, and other public venues. Political rallies and demonstrations are likely to take place leading up to Sunday, as well as protests at polling stations on election day itself. This heightened political tension stems from the technical difficulties the country had with its municipal elections in February of this year. The mishaps in the electronic voting process led to allegations of election rigging by the leading party, the Dominican Liberation Party. The Central Election Union was forced to suspend the initial election 30 days until March 15th and use paper ballots only to quench the unrest of the people. The people of the Dominican Republic are now being advised to monitor the political disturbances, avoid large public gatherings, adhere to local authorities, and refrain from discussing politics publicly or on social media leading up to the July 5th elections.
0: Thank you, Taylor. Finally today, an update from Victoria Popovska on international news.
5: On Wednesday, Italian police announced that they seized 15 tons of amphetamines produced by ISIS in the world's largest drug hall. The drug was packed in 84 million Captagon tablets and is said to be worth around 1 billion euros. According to a statement by the police force, the Captagon logo on the tablets is what distinguishes the drug of jihad. The statement said that ISIS, or Daesh, is known for financing its larger terrorist activities through the traffic of synthetic drugs, particularly in Syria, which has become a leading producer of amphetamines. Officers had tracked three suspect containers to the port of Salerno in southwest Italy, where they found the drugs. Commander Domenico Napolitano, head of the Financial Police Department for the city of Naples, said that the drugs were well hidden and the scanners at the port didn't detect them. In Montville, New Jersey, I'm Victoria Popovska for WTBU News.
0: Thank you, Victoria. That's it for this edition of WTBU News Today. Be sure to tune into our full program every Tuesday and Thursday at 6 p.m. over on WTBU Radio. On behalf of Grace Ferguson, Alex Corey, Megan Gregoire, Lily Kebner, and Gabriela Lopez, my name is Griffin Buck reporting from Roseville, California for WTBU News.